The moon is an enduring, faithful witness in the sky. Psalm 89, verse 37, reveals this to us from the heart of our nurturing, compassionate, wise, kind, sustainer and creator. A good, good God. We are at the end of another lunar cycle and it is time for surrender and rest. It takes 29.53 days for the moon to orbit the earth and go through the lunar cycle of all eight moon phases. The moon is illuminated by the sun. And this illumination is constantly changing. And I want to invite you to notice and nurture how you embody the way you orbit in this body the various places on this earth as you go through the various phases that change constantly. This invitation is for us to embrace the kind of hospitality that welcomes our waning and our waxing. So together, let's meditate on the goodness of the Most High's wisdom and generosity to give us cycles within and without. We can see ourselves mirrored in the reflection of the moon's ever waxing and waning presence. And so it is with us. Considering we humans are made from 70% of water, just like the moon exerts a robust gravitational pull upon our oceans and seas, it has the same effect on us, being mostly water beings ourselves. And it is during the powerful course of the new moon and full moon as we enter into this moon musing and meditate on the goodness of our sustainer and creator let us remember Genesis 1 verses 15 and 16 and let them be lights in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth and it was so God made two great lights the greater light to govern the day, the sun, and the lesser light to govern the night, the moon. And the stars were also made. 
may we understand and embrace the way that we are deeply resourced by God's nurture, compassion, generosity, and creating the providence and sustenance that the moon provides for us along with the other celestial bodies. Let's now turn our attention to just considering what the muse of this meditation will bring to the surface of our attention as we notice, nurture, and embody hospitality that is transformative. The lunar calendar differs from the solar Gregorian calendar that many of us use today. But I want to invite us to notice the lunar calendar and hold space for its significance because it relies heavily on the moon's cycle to regulate the months as we see the waxing, the appearance of it growing larger and the waning, the appearance of it growing smaller. And so with the lunar calendar, which the Hebrew calendar is tethered to, it has 12 months and it's time to to coincide with each lunar month. So the time that it takes the moon to orbit the earth and return to the same spot in the sky that is viewed from the earth. That's what we're talking about, is the relationship between the moon and the earth and the effect that the moon has on the earth and has on the people and the other creatures on this earth. And so when we consider the fact that the moon is speaking a story to us, narrating to us, God's providence narrating to us the ebb and flow of life, we begin to appreciate our own re-emerging, our own ebb and flow, just like the moon when it re-emerges as a narrow crescent and it goes through its cycles. And we ourselves can see this ushering us into a place of compassion where we don't compare our waning and waxing as if one is better than the other. The moon is an embodiment of the rhythm of time. It is also a mirror for the cycles of womanhood, a beautiful force that can impact everything from the ocean waves to our emotions and even our sleep. And so one of the things that we know is that there is a relationship between the moon and our connection to aligning with our sleep, aligning 
with certain hormonal changes. And it does, in fact, affect our sleep, our mood, and our emotions. And so when we pause to notice and nurture and sync up with the cycles and align with the flow of the moon, as it also mirrors back to us our own flow. Remember, some of us are menstruating, but some of us are not. And so this flow becomes something that transcends just what the flow is physically. Physiologically, some of us are not bleeding, but we bleed in other ways. And the moon can be a way for us to truly become mindful of our ever-changing cycles, phases. And instead of fight it, we are invited to flow. We see the story that the waning is telling. We see the story that the waxing is telling. And we don't compare them. We commune deeply in the providence. We commune deeply with the sustenance. And so the first day of each month on the lunar calendar is called a mini holiday in scripture. It is referred to as Rosh Kodesh. And that literally means head, first, Rosh, of the month, Chodesh. And so one of the things that we have is the months that are telling a story from the sky, from the heavens, and also the month cycle within our feminine bodies telling a story And for those of us who end our months, our menses, we continue to tell a story that allows us to see our own transformation happening in a new way, a different way. A meaning that is no less significant than those who are still having inner lunar phases that allow them to see the ever-changing ebb and flow of their feminine presence in the world, in their waxing and waning. And just like the moon, the waxing and waning reminds us that there's nothing static. That there's always ever-changing, ever-transformation occurring in cycles. And we can celebrate those cycles. Mm -hmm.